seems oddly familiar. This sounds like. Um, Have you saved mine? No. Yeah, of course I showed your name. Yeah. You've saved my name. Yeah, I think we're there. Okay. Because uh, me and Sean met on what I like to call a comedy mandate, um, which I feel you must have quite a few in the comedy industry. Yes. Which oh, is, I know what you mean, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think it happens in other industries. Well, how would you know? Well, you can. I, I feel you can use your <laughs> imagination and your, your rational willpower to kind of imagine how some other industries work. I don't but feel mechanics the, are being like seeing another mechanic and think yeah, so, yeah, but, so what you mean is freelancers I don't even think freelance I think there's a specific thing with comedy like I don't think graphic designers are freelance graphic designers aren't strolling around during the middle of the day I, I would I would stake a claim okay. that it's a specific comedy thing okay because we're all comedians there's just a general the beginning bits taken out you don't have to get that beginning bit like I've often had comedy mandates where you'll gig with someone once, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll see two minutes of their set and you'll like it. You can message yes. them and then you can spend a day yes. with them and it's like you've... That's very true, isn't it? Yeah. So like a sort of, we get to do our, if it was a dating app, we get to do our bio yeah. on stage. Exactly. So I get to see your bio. What was that? that this was is bit... my, it's my... Uh... Notebook. It sort of did that almost as if you were trying to do it without me seeing it. It was well because really I didn't. I didn't want you to stop talking and talk about me leaning over and grabbing the notebook. But clearly, oh. <laughs> so <laughs> well, you, you, need, you need to work on that. Like, clearly, yeah. you need to work on that. Um, so yeah, I so that I think that's why that you can have comedy mandates, uh, comedy dates of any sort. Yes, I, it's. I personally find it very funny. I've had many, and I'm sure you've had many, where. You've literally just seen someone gig once and then you just spend a day with them. And I don't yeah. think it happens in other things. Because it is you don't, true. you don't think mechanics do that. I don't You've think they do that clear. I think You don't <laughs> think he, everyone like Gary looks at Paul and goes, fucking hell, mate, the way, yeah. the way you fix that exhaust pipe, that's the only bit of a car that I know yeah, besides yeah, yeah. wheel and yeah. windows. Right, the way you've done that with the exhaust pipe, mate. Do you want to go for a... Mocker. They'll be friends. Exactly. They'll be friends if they work in the, the the car shop together and they they get to see each other every day. Yeah. But if you're in another car shop getting your car fixed. Yeah. Fuck ten miles down the road and you really like the way the mechanic did. <laughs> you could not then say I'm a mechanic. You're a mechanic. Let's let's connect on Facebook and network. You know. There's not. Do you know what I mean? Do you, I was wondering if you wanted to meet up and go over, <laughs> go over some ideas about how we could fix cars more yeah. efficiently. Oh, <laughs> uh, and on our comedy mandate, it, it felt like you'd been around the block a little, a few times. It felt like, oh, did it? Yeah, I, 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 fair enough. I felt used. I'd been used. This guy's been used. Yeah, yeah. A few times. I, I just kind of, you know, I feel like if you're on a date with someone and they're too, ex- they're very experienced. You're like, okay, this is. They, they they go into the same. They've clearly gone to the same bar. Is this, is, is, is this the? Uh, is this the date where you said, is this the date where you made me laugh because you said I look like, so, or one of us said, I don't know if I said it or you yeah. said it, but it was said that what? you look like someone that's been punched a lot. Oh no, that, that's me about myself. Yeah, yeah and you think I should <laughs> and, open and with I this. I said you should open with that. Because I'm trying to work it out because it's... I don't need much pe- working out, does it? You do look like someone that's been I, punched a <laughs> I look like someone. I, I like you, and I want to punch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like uh, I have a face that basically a lot of people are, assume that I've been punched in the face a yeah. lot. 
And I've only yeah. been punched once. And yeah. it was when someone thought I was someone else. It doesn't really count. <laughs> See, that's hilarious. It is Did you fun. not try that? I never tried it. I find it really disrespectful that okay. I've been going 14 years. And I say to you, after going for 14 years, oh, I think you should try that. And you don't. If someone 14 years my senior yeah. in the comedy world... if you're, like, Can we do it with a mechanic analogy, please? Just so I can understand it if someone, <laughs> if someone who had been fixing cars yeah. for 14 years... Yeah. And how long have you been fixing cars? I've been fixing cars. Not If you count the pandemic, about five years. Oh, God, the pandemic. Oh, God, I've heard this. People going, well, actually, there's a pandemic. So I've only been going... Well, if you've been going... two years. Oh, <laughs> shut up. No, 22 years. Don't, shut up. You've been going to... If you've been going, like, four or five years, then that's a quarter of your time doing comedy was in the pandemic. That means something. But, but I, could, I could go, because I grew up in Brighton, and I started in Brighton. So I could go... Oh, well, I'll be going 14 years. But actually, I grew up in Brighton, so there weren't that many gigs when I started. So I actually did like one a month. So actually, I've been going... That, 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 me, that counts, I think. I think you can do that. I can't write more than I will. Because my first gig well, was six months later than my second gig. <laughs> so... Yeah, mine was... You, exactly. Yeah. So you, you're not going to say you've got an experience of like six months. It feels like you should count when you're, you're gigging properly. Anyway, the mechanic analogy right, that so I should listen to... You're an old mechanic. I You've would, been going yeah. this. And, I would, and I've noticed this with the younger people. Yeah. You're younger, the comics that are newer. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Yeah. But I get... And it's quite a young person thing, isn't it? You just, anyone older than you is telling you something and you think, you don't know anymore. I'm it. You I think are, that's I'm now fully, and that's, you were then. That's fully you going off on a complete Why haven't you tried it? I haven't tried. I, I will try it. Like because I haven't found the word. Loads, and you've only been punched in the face once, and it's because they thought you were someone else. It's yeah. crazy. It is. Why has no one punched you? That's it's what true. I know. It's true. Why has no one punched you? Get away. I imagine it's only because you managed to run. It's not because I run. I feel it's because of a. I don't know. I what feel. What does it feel like? I mean, basically, right? Yeah. You, you look like you punch people in the face, by the Do way. I? Yeah, you got you got some of the you got a look. Someone yesterday said I look like a footballer. Yeah. You look like an a, a footballer who wouldn't got make orange wall. You wouldn't Yeah, I know you not you've been you you've done, done comedy. You've been gentrified. But you. you look like a footballer who wouldn't play in the Premier League now because his <laughs> his skill set isn't relevant. Funny. You're like a 70s footballer when it was like... <laughs> I'm not going to yeah, say... Yeah. You can take that analogy and just do the comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, I always say that. You're like a and 70s I, I comedian. I think if I had been around in the 90s, that this wouldn't be a flat. This would be a this house. This would be very much a house. Uh, in, have you heard this? Well, obviously, the, the stories of like the jonglers days where you'd have comedians who do the same 20 minutes for 10 years and they get paid like 500 quid a, a weekend yeah. back when 500 quid was two grand. Yeah, totally. I know. <laughs> yeah. And people have just built and they've never had to write an act, really. They've it's had amazing. one act and that's it. And a great act. Though. A great act. Great oh, act. but it's just like a. Yeah, I know. It, I know. it feels weird to me, dude, if you do have like tw that's your 20 minutes. For 10 years, that's when I feel your comedy would become an unbelievably depressing slog. Hang on, sorry. You feel yeah. like something had become a depressingly depressive slog. If about I had to a do time the same. that you weren't around. Yeah, that's why I say I feel, not I know. Yeah, but but how? What? No, but you don't feel, you think. I think. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. See, I'm learning so much <laughs> from the older mechanic. <laughs> 
You don't feel, you think. That's what I need to be told. <laughs> um, Chaplin <coughs> says that we think too much and feel too little. Yes. And I actually disagree with Charles. Yeah, go on. But I think that we feel too much and think too little. There we go. That's Charlie. pretty good. That's, go, a, that's a nice... How's that, that's, mate? That's a nice one. Um, <laughs> what did he know? Uh, I, I, from our Carry on. I'm going to fill up with water. Do you uh, want me can to? I, can you fill mine up as well? Yeah. So on our first meeting, which is uh, the the in the brief time we met, uh, you brought up something that I found quite interesting. Oh no! Don't worry, there's nothing uh, bad. Uh, I you are saying the, the implication I got nothing, from some of the things you're invidious. Nothing you complained about. I was, I thought you were implying that when you get what you want, it's disappointing, <laughs> but. <laughs> But, yeah, no, no, that's what I thought you were implying. <laughs> and then you corrected me in an interesting way, which was, no, every single time in my career, when I've got something that I really wanted, mm. it was just as fucking great as I thought it was going to be. So when it, when I, you first did Live the Apollo, it was just amazing. It was when you did the shitty things that you didn't want to do that they were shit. Yeah. And that's what yeah, I, I found quite I appealing because it, it feels like the, the kind of cliche is comedians who had success will talk about oh you get what you want and then it's and it doesn't fill the hole it doesn't fill the hole but you said it did fill the hole in the time you got it yeah because you I did think it did fill the hole yeah and which was great for me to hear because no, i no, i yeah, assumed no, 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 that no. i was gonna learn that everything i'm trying for when i get it i'll just feel empty but you said it was kind of as good as you thought it would be yes and yeah. I know, and and and, it, and then it was tarnished by decisions I made in my youth that uh, that I shouldn't have made, and 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 then whenever so. So whenever I decided to do something, and it wasn't purely because that would that was something that I wanted to do. What are you checking that? Just for? checking, just making sure. You do what I do. Sorry, you know what I do. You do what every human being does is. As soon as someone else is talking, you check something else. Yeah, because it was you. It, it was, was good stuff, and I was trying to make sure that this is all. I do. Recorded. As soon as someone else is talking, I can't yeah. help but check. Yeah. Just have I got a text? No, no. But this is not <laughs> have I got a text. This is making sure that what you're saying will exist. It's not yeah. the same as still, have I got yeah, a text. But you didn't think that when you were talking. It was only when I were talking, your brain went. Uh, now I better check. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But I, 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 okay. Uh, back to what you were saying. Don't know what I was saying. Now we got, we've lost it. Yeah. Uh, you were saying that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that I wanted to do. Yeah. Was wonderful and fantastic, but I'm di I did too many things that I shouldn't have done. That were that were you know it was just young and and it makes sense that I made those decisions. But you look back and you go I shouldn't have I should have held out and I should have. I'm not. I'm not like a lot of people. I think that could just do whatever they could just say yes to everything and and sort of excel on it i wasn't like that i, I was you got specific i'm limited <laughs> <laughs> did it take you a while to realize you're limited because you're very no, good it didn't it didn't i knew i was certain things then. you're I'm, very good at certain things that's uh, thank you yeah but uh and i should have if i just thought i can't do this yeah i shouldn't have done it i don't think i would do that now i don't think i would if i just thought oh, well, what I won't be any good on that. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But you did Live the Apollo when you were 24, which is my age, which is crazy to think of. Um, and how was... Sorry, have you researched that or did I say that? You told me that. 
You yeah, told me was quite like two? worrying amount of times actually. It's all I say. <laughs> it's all you. It's say. actually all I say to people. <laughs> I, did, I, did you research that? No, I, Sean. What I tell people. You message me that is, regularly. Um, Mark Simmons, who's one of my best friends and an amazing comedian, is. Um, he once said to me that that he was that I was the best, the best open spot he's ever seen. I love that so much. But that's the thing I tell people the most. Really? And I, st- I even texted You're Rob- hanging around I open mics. I texted Rubbish the other day. And I said, I am the greatest open spot of all time. And he's like, and no sorry, one will ever take busy. That I'm doing TV no, right he, now. He, he didn't reply. <laughs> he hasn't replied to me in years. But, yeah, yeah. He used to open for you, didn't he? <laughs> he used to open for me. Yeah. I know. I actually genuinely open for him, but it's a pleasure. Yeah. It's great. It's quite nice, I can imagine. Oh, man, you go out. Everyone's so there's excited. People. There's people. <laughs> but, yeah, they're there. Yeah, they're there to see comedy, <laughs> not to eat a buffet at a Chinese. It's a thrill. <laughs> it's great. And uh, <laughs> I genuinely would. No, I can't say that. Go on. Go on. No, I can't say that. It's too. <laughs> Come on. This is boys No, I'm not putting that okay. energy no, no. into the world. It's right. got to be more positive. Even because okay. it was a negative thing. But okay. It was, yeah. But in general. Not about Rom, about me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just keep it positive. Yeah. Because um, this is actually a men's mental and physical health podcast. That's actually what we I always say. We need one of those. This is what this is. This is a men's. Thank God. This is a men's mental oh, and physical thank health. Thank God. That's all this is. It's oh. fundamentally, it's on the surface a comedy podcast. But the underlying themes I know is a men's wellness podcast. We should do a men's wellness podcast, right? About yeah. mental health. Okay. Um, and off the back of that, you're not allowed to come and see us live. I think that would be because, a good idea. Because it would help our mental health. I think that what if, if you're doing a mental health podcast, then no one can come and... You're, you're not allowed to... Uh, gain from it so you can't so if someone comes to the show oh, oh you I saw you, it'll be disin- it's disingenuous yeah. you go, oh, thanks for coming I heard you on the mental health podcast you can't come in <laughs> hey how about this uh, we can keep our careers but instead we uh, go anonymous so you know when they're interviewing like SAS people about their raids and they they shot in a dark room so you can't see them and their voice is distorted you know yeah. this yeah 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 us two, yeah, d- with balaclavas on, voices disturbingly distorted, yeah. so they can't. There's <laughs> yeah. no way. Yes, that's it. That's the answer. So they don't know who it is. Doesn't yeah. matter who it is, and it's like, and it's like really terrifying. Yeah, that's I think that would be great because also us talking about like I've been really, I've been trying to run exercise more, <laughs> like trying to talk about like just basic men's wellness stuff, but yes. with a terrifyingly distorted voice would be an excellent choice. What's in this book? Well, just a uh, some. You spelt my name with one n. You got two n's in your name. Shut mm. up. No, you don't know that. You don't. No, you don't. I do. Do you actually? Yeah. Well, that's I, my 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 you spelt it wrong. My yeah. They spelt it wrong. My, I have. T- did you really? No, I had two ends. Is it uh, no? I had t- my name is Sean Walsh with two ends. Does you pronounce it any differently? Sean and Walsh. Sean. Walsh, yeah. yeah. 
one end is on my passport. Two ends is my stage name. Oh, did you add the end? When I was 16, because American Pie was my favourite film. Stifler was my favourite character. He was played by Sean William Scott. He has two ends in his name. Okay. Voila. Do you regret that? No. No? Very great. Um, your it's led to fantastic anecdotes. Yeah, I can imagine. Like this, like bliss, liquid podcasting. Um, we actually have a, a similarity, I feel. What? In that we are both... Quite no, nasal, no, husky, husky, yeah, definitely, definitely a slight nasal. Um, we're both half Sussex, half London. Oh, okay. Uh, I w- was born in London. Oh my God, it's like like we're twins. Exactly. Well, oh I'm God. saying it's a very subtle <laughs> uh, dual heritage. <laughs> Sussex, not even East Sussex. East Sussex. Su- East, Sussex. East Sussex. Okay. East Sussex, but not Brighton. You've got to be careful. Lewis. Did I know that about you? Probably. I feel like that's something I would have remembered. Yeah, I, I tried to tell you. Um, but I was. You were constantly telling me how you're the best open open spot that anyone's ever seen. I couldn't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> to be honest. Love it, Apollo 24. 24, yeah. You're 24, are you? When I was 24. Um, so you are half. You probably London. was 24. Yeah. On, anyway, half London. Yeah. By that point, I wasn't an open spot. So, so it was over. So when did you. St- were you born in London? Or born in yes, Sussex. I was born in Hampstead. Same. Okay. We're all free. Huh? No. No. Fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, it's uh, I, I'm, you know, it's about creating links. No, I like this. So, ha- you're born in Hampstead. Yeah. But not to the Royal Free Hospital. No. But then, what happened? Uh, I lived in London for 12 years. My parents split. My dad stayed in London. I moved down to Lewis with my mother. Why did she go to Lewis? Because that's where she's from. No, she's from Sussex, but she wanted to live in Lewis. Yeah. So, out there. my... So what's your genesis? Camden. And then... My nan passed away, and uh, my granddad had already passed away, so there was the house. Yeah. And so, mum and dad decided to move to that house in Lewisham. Very small house. In Lewisham, uh, and then when I was eleven, my mum wanted to move to Brighton. Just loved Brighton mm-hmm. for all the Brighton reasons. Yeah, yeah. Lots of gay friends. Yeah, yeah. Etc. And so we moved to Brighton, and then that was it. How old were you when you moved? Yeah, ten. I say eleven. I think ten. So it's around the same times, but it was, yes. it was it was so. And I think I, I'm. It was st- traumatic. Uh. I was upset with it at the time, but I'm so glad I didn't grow up in London. Oh my god, yeah. I like people from Sussex. They're much more genuine. I've never known anyone to describe anywhere really as a county. You like the people of Sussex. What is this? Well, I'm. I love the people of Herefordshire. No, no, because I'm trying to (laughs) claim, and I'm interested in what you think that there is potentially a subtle Sussex sense of humour. Oh. So when you think, oh, right, when well, you right, think interestingly, I'd, I've not observed this, so this is an exclusive for me, so, and I'm 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 very much intrigued. So when you think Liverpool, there's all, especially in the north, every t- town has an identity, and they believe oh, there's a sense of humour. You go to Birmingham, there's a Birmingham sense. You're, of you're humor. talking about cities. That's normal. What you're saying, black country, uh, Lancashire, there, there's still sense of humours for areas. Welsh sense of humour. 
country. I, I'm, I'm stating a claim that for this area, there's okay. definitely a sense okay. of humour. And I feel it's a subtle sense of humour, but uh, Romesh Ranganathan is uh, from Sussex. He has a, a, a Sussex accent, which is a rare find. Yeah. A slight Sussex accent. What, what, how he sounds is what I believe is what the closest to a Sussex accent. James Ellis has the most Sussex accent there is. No T's. No T's. No T's. Lazy. Brighton. Brighton. Not Brighton. Paul. They'll say Paul. Yeah, spot on. That's, Paul. that's my brother. What the, what Paul. How you're talking now is my... Paul. All right, okay. It's like lazy right. Cockney people. Because yes. Cockney people exactly. have... They, they they round off. They're like, you're right, geezer. You're like, there's a lot of sharpness like that. <laughs> but so like everyone at my agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, Sean. <laughs> but instead, it's like just kind of lazy and it kind of drop. But then it's not as... It's quite like... It's not even as like aggressively working class. It's like just like sort of classless no, you had it. it's and la- it's regionless. La- it is class. It's quite classless and it, it's it, it's regionless. But it is. You're absolutely right. It's very very lazy. Yeah. There's a mum. They all mumble. Yeah. Everyone in Brighton mumbles. Mumbles. mumbles yeah. Mike Gab. I'm thinking all my Brightonian mates from my brother. Yeah. Working class, but to my middle class friends like yeah, Gabriel yeah. or. Everyone. Yeah, Gabriel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, James yeah. Gabriel Foster. Sure. Meyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have five surnames, first names, then you're definitely. I, I bet you know what a Steiner school is. Yes. Yeah. Not everyone knows what that is. No. But yeah, so get. I, I, Gabs, grew, I grew Gabs up. Went to a I grew up school. in North London. Like that's the home of Steiner schools. That's where everyone just looks yeah. absolutely. It's just a circus people. Yeah, yeah. It's absolute a terrible thing to do to your child. Why would you? <laughs> You are. are you will never day. understand reality properly again. Here we go. You can. You can. Instead of what? maths, how about finger painting? And also, you won't be able to have a loving relationship with anyone who's had a normal upbringing for the rest of your life. Right. You'll never understand any mainstream TV. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so your your tw- um, your tw- Steiner schools, by the way, are like hippie schools where it's like we're going to do different sorts of learning it's- where the kids get to decide. <laughs> Well, there's Montessori. I don't know. I don't know about Montessori. But I think they call it the science, and that's right, isn't it? They're they're like schools where the kids get to choose what, what they do. So sort of. I've never heard about the element of it. The only bit that always sticks out with, to me is the, 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 the class. I don't know if this is a myth, but the classrooms aren't allowed edges, <laughs> and all the classes around. <laughs> Because you don't want to, you don't want to box off a child's imagination. Exactly. But you should box off a child's imagination. Steiner. It's called school. Yes, um, Steiner school is. You can, you can immediately, you can immediately know that you're talking to someone yeah. that went to a Steiner school when you're talking to them. Yeah, because they will be because they've got one eye looking somewhere else. No, <laughs> no, no, because that sounds like a biological thing. It will be more likely that they're dressed as a caterpillar. What are you doing? Lost. Dressed as a caterpillar. Yeah, yeah. But no, but what? they don't. They wouldn't even say it's a caterpillar. They're, yeah. they're, they're wearing Monday clothes, you know. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. But I, I don't have a Sussex accent because I grew up in London. But from my observations, I do feel you're spot on. It, it's more, you know, when there's northern comedians who's their whole a lot of their act is discussing. They have an impression of their dad. They talk about growing up in the north. There's like a, such a clear. Or they'll they'll talk about their friend at school and they'll have like a clear impression 
mm-hmm. of what an, a, a northern friend, northern Irish people, they when they they talk about their school days. When you're in the home counties, it's kind of what? identity. Way, sorry, whilst we're here, can you explain to me what the home counties? Home counties are, are all the counties around London. And why are they called the home counties? Because I don't know. They're, oh, you don't know. Fine. I don't know. Fine, but th- it, they don't have much of an identity because it's just the south. It's not like. There's not as much of an identity, but I do feel if you're doing an impression of a Sussex, a school friend at Sussex, it's normally just kind of like nasally like this. Yeah. Or something. That's what I would, if I was doing a bit and I was talking about someone at school, the go-to bit voice would probably be something like, you're right, mate. This kind of like, everyone I felt in Sussex had this kind of bored like look with a lot of weight. <laughs> Or the top of their head. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah, those yeah. kind of like I, I found them hilarious. I think people in Sussex have a kind of funny thing where they're kind of chilled out. Yes, they're not. They don't have the London franticness. Of yeah. Who's your dad? Can I get a job? They're they. It's life's relatively nice there, but they're all just a bit kind of like just chilled out and a bit bored. Yes, and not violent, not aggressive, bored and and lazy. like forgot to have breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> But no one's talking about the specificity no, of Sussex. No, I, I think it is. Essex has that. There's loads of people talking about Essex. I really like this. Yeah, there's loads of people talking about Essex. And I'm, I'm sort of collecting Sussex comedians. So that there's, there's Ron Shranganathan, James Ellis, who I've only seen perform once, mm. has the most Sussex accent yeah, of yeah, anyone yeah. I've ever heard. Just vowels. Just vowels. He sounds like my uncle. The most Sussex I've ever heard anyone. And then Sean McLaughlin... Uh, though he doesn't have as much of a Sussex accent, has, a, I feel, a Sussex sense of humour. His brand of self-deprecation, I feel. Is Sean... Is Sean He's when I started out, Sean was... Or I'd been going a year or something, but he had, was starting out in Brighton. But is Sean actually from Brighton? I think so. No, Sean... No, Sean... Sean's... Sean has to do, I think... Go on. I can say this. Yeah. I think Sean has to do what... Yeah, what I do, which is project on stage, yeah. project forcibly to the energy, yeah. right? So that so that he can be clear, so that people can hear him. Because in real life, he's also a bit mumbly in that sort of he's, way. He's from Brighton. So I, can't, cause I was saying this to someone the other day. How envious I was that they could enunciate, enunciate, basically enunciate yeah. that they could talk as themselves. Whereas if I <laughs> If I go on and go, hello. Hello, how yeah. Are you? What? What, what? So I was in the shop the other day and I, there was one of them, she came up to me. It's like, what? But so I have to go, hello, yeah. I'm here. Yeah, that's so why. Right. Oh, oh, that's why you. So have, it's not a put on voice. That's so why the on. Sean Walsh stadium, the kind of the Sean Walsh, yeah. that, that voice <laughs> of. Like, you know when you're in the shop? Yeah, yeah, that kind of. Yeah, yeah. That's totally. No, and that's, that's so, so that it's clear. It's not um, like. Uh, I don't know whatever what, it's, yeah. it's not influenced by any other decision apart from this is how I have to talk for people to understand me. Yeah, um, and I think I I t- said to you which um, I th- you didn't know if you found you liked it, but it was meant very much as a compliment. But I would stake the claim that you're the last of the DVD comics. Do you remember this? I've, I've now can confirm that I don't like it. Do you don't like? <laughs> <laughs> if the, yeah, if there was any ambiguity then. Because you, you, confirm um, you were the youngest of that era. I think Daniel Sloss is younger than me, isn't but he? But he's not. I don't think he. I mean, he doesn't. You have to, act- do you have to be careful about what you're going to say because it might. Have, 
Because he, he's still... No, 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 no. It's because he he didn't fit in that era, really. I suppose he didn't then. No, he yeah. was... But yeah, he yeah, was the kind of... What you mean? And... But it's just like you're, you were the, you're with that whole crowd. So right, and the best open spot of all time. Best open spot of all time. And the last of, of the, the DVD, DVD comics. comics. Obviously, I it's like more that. of a dramatic. Like it's a dra- that would be a great uh, show title, the last of the DVD comics. But obviously, that <laughs> it wouldn't is... be my style. I would because it's too like sort of yeah. But it's very funny. Yeah, I just think in my head because I watched you on TV. <laughs> Because I watched you on... The greatest spot of all time. Because I watched you on TV when I was growing up with um, John Bishop, Michael McIntyre, Russell Howard, um, Sean Locke. Because I watched you in that. You literally came just before that era died and have jumped into the new era. Mm. You still in my head exist partly in that era, even though you're not really from there. No. But you have the style... This unique style of British observational humour of the noughties, you still have it and do it very, very, very well. But no one does it anymore. Uh, yeah. And what am I now? What, what, now what am I meant to say? Um, what an astute observation. <laughs> okay. What an astute <laughs> observation. And what, um, but well, the thing is, I don't really, uh, I don't know now what we're talking about. Uh, I know what I under, I've understood everything you've said, yeah. but I don't know what I meant to say because there were compliments in in that, so I could just say, Thank you, you. yeah, that, that's absolutely. Or fine. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I yeah. agree. Um, and with the style, would you say there is a style of British observational comedy compared to American observational comedy? Oh, okay, okay, which is like the sort of mainstream Britain, mainstream America. Obviously, the alt scenes are very, very different. Mm-hmm. But the kind of mainstream approach of observational comedy, I think, has a very different style in America than it does to Britain. But, okay, the difficulty I have is talking about this is that I, a style, I suppose, is a style is sort of received. What are you looking for? So you did it when I was talking again. Yeah, yeah, I'm still listening. Next time, do it when you're talking. You want to check that? Do it when you're talking. I'm talking right now. And I know I wasn't talking because I was thinking. Yeah, and you actually, yeah, go on. You're not, uh, I I, I suppose I wasn't conscious of a style. Now, that's not to say that because I wasn't conscious, it doesn't mean that one, you know, doesn't have a style. But you, you, so I grew up and there was Lee Evans and there was Jack D and there was Lee Hurst and there was Jeff Green. And I would say that those were the stand-up comedians that I grew up watching. So when I wanted to do it, mm. there's absolutely, I don't, you know, I'm talking about like I was fucking 12, mm-hmm. you know, going, that's what I want to do. So you think that I want to do it and I want to do what I want to do, what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I, I, I would be lying if I didn't say that it's a very creepy thing to say because I'm actually you know, friends with Jack and worked with Jack in sitcoms and stuff. You can look at that if I'm talking. I'll allow that, but you can't check it. That's the agreement. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're both looking at it, actually. The problem is I've, I put it the wrong way around, so I can't see any information. So it's tilted Turn away. it around. Um, that, that sort of everything Okay. Out. Perfect. Are we still going to look at it? 
I'm going to occasionally check it because I'm also a producer of my own pod. So Fair enough. I'm doing two jobs. That's the modern era. Yeah. Um, but those people are, if, you, if you're watching them from the age of 11, yeah. you're actually watching them, um, they're going to they're going to be part of you. Really, it's really weird and it's really creepy, but you know, I spent That's so much saying. time yeah. with watching Lee Evans over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, yeah. just like I did Jack D, just like I did Lee Hurst. This wasn't like YouTube clips. You had to rewind the fucking yeah, yeah. tape. No, with DVD. No, the t- videotape. Oh, the videotape yeah. comics. I'm at school. Okay, yeah. The VHS comic. Yeah, the VHS comic. And rewind comic. their tapes. <laughs> and, you know, and and you watch them and you're just obsessing with them, but not with this sort of academic mm. uh, take on it, but just the... Uh, so, I suppose I am influenced by... But wh- when we, when we spoke... What I do is shaped out of... What I do is certainly shaped out of what they do. For sure, but I think what we talked about it, and you don't have as much influence from American comedy. Oh, not at all. No, God no. And that's what a lot of new British comics have. Yes, and that's why you stand out. It's, it's not, oh yes, I remember this conversation, yeah. and that's and that's nice. Which is great. Um, and I'm certainly very, very influenced by American comedy and British comedy, but not British mainstream comedy. I'm influenced by British alt comedy and American mainstream What's comedy. British alt comedy? Talk to me like I don't know what we're talking about. Because I kind of don't really know what's going on now. I don't know what's going on now. Because this is what we're talking about. And you were sort of explaining to me who yeah. everyone was. and yeah. So I don't really know. I yeah. just turn up, yeah. try and make people laugh, watch whoever's on if yeah. I can. Yeah. And that's all I do. It's true. Well, I, I, The reason I was bringing up with you is because... What I like about you is that you're a you really really like stand up as an art, as a craft. How would you know that? Because you don't stop talking about it. <laughs> stop acting. How you, you post stories every day. Don't act like paranoid. Like I'm sneaking and finding. Yeah, no, you, no. you um, talk about it constantly, yeah, Sean. Yeah. Um, and I, there's a pet hate of mine. A lot of comedians that are coming up, they don't actually particularly like stand up that much. They like doing stand up. I know quite a few comedians who like it feels to me that like they it feels like weirdly masturbatory the idea that they enjoy the act of doing stand up but they don't like seeing other people do it as much or like know that much about it but you seem like a stand up nerd. Well, I lo- well no I'm not now. I'm not now, but I really was. Yeah. I but it, it, and I was obs- completely obsessed and I would go to comedia every Sunday yeah. and if a friend wouldn't come and didn't matter that's fine. Well, if you just want to go to the pub yeah, go to the pub I'm going, I'm going on my own yeah. and I would go and I got to the point where the security I would turn up this weird kid and the security <laughs> is like oh, it's this weird kid who just comes on his own again yeah. and would just let me in really? that's how often I would go on my own as they were like yeah. I don't think this loser should pay let's just let this loser sure. in and so I was extremely obsessed and I was obsessed with what made people laugh i remember being at college school even everything whenever anyone was laughing at something i would be thinking what was that yeah what was that that made them yeah. why were they laughing yeah yeah it, yeah but it was quite lonely they're not cool you know whilst everyone is list- listening to bands and what are you saying music. why are you laughing every time someone <laughs> says what are you laughing at what are you laughing at <laughs> You know what I mean? It's your weird, your weird. I, I was saying this to. Yeah, uh, it's not like music. 
It's not cool to be like. It's not like. It's not like a group of people like. Yeah, we're into Lee Evans. It's not like a the guys with four guys with leather jackets like. Yeah, we we, we watch Lee Evans. You know, it's not yeah, like yeah, a yeah. band that you can buy yeah, exactly. an identity. Yeah, exactly. Like, we listen to the Ramones. That yeah. works, but it's not like. Yeah, we've seen all. Oh, it feels a bit like that now with the alt scene. It feels yeah, like yeah, a now bit like you can go like. Yeah. I like this guy. I'm like this. Still a very small world. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, it's not music, but uh, it's absolutely not music, and it's. Yeah, it's just, it's much more lo- not lonely. What is it? Music is like we all. I know we all laugh, but what is th- we all laugh? It's not as well, it doesn't. The problem feel like is it brings you together like music. There's something no still because it's you ha- it's, singular. Uh, mu- comedy still is part of a club because you have to understand the joke. And music, you don't really have to understand the music. It's like a feeling. So it's a much more inclusive yeah. thing. You know how like Mr. Bean's successful in loads of countries because it doesn't have any words in it. Yes. Stand up can't travel in the same way. And it's playing on unique references. Music doesn't play on references. Music is just emotion. Yes. Package. I was Also, quite, I remember yeah. when I was younger, um, and occasionally it still happens now, and yeah. I really love this, is that the there will be people in that aren't from here. Yeah. I don't know if they're over on holiday or something, mm. but afterwards they'll say like, "We didn't understand anything, but you, you funny." I like the you moving just around, I'm moving and, and they're like, "This is crazy ah, that this kind of mad." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I, can't, I love I really it like when, that. when people don't get it, but they're like, "Wow, so much energy, so so angry. Why so angry about nothing?" I heard you say, "I understood washing machine, but then you scream like uh, someone kill your mother. Why, why?" <laughs> That's the best way to describe it, isn't it? I I only understand one bit. You say washing machine and then scream. (laughs) I might change my Instagram bio to that. That's fantastic. What to what? Shout at washing machines like it killed my mother. (laughs) (laughs) That is what it is, isn't it? That's great. Yeah. Um, And also, I would posit the theory that um, all music is... In, even metaphorically that, that we're all comedians are in one way failed musicians and even if you didn't like music even if you didn't want to be a rock and roll star you are if you could you would and you are a comedian because you can't <laughs> now now okay I'm only I would, posing it I would uh, okay I've heard that we've all heard that all heard it the one that I um, subscribe to, Subs- yeah, subscribe. Yeah. Is um, is that they're failures? They're failures. So I would get rid of the music. I think that comedians t- t- tend, tend, you know, and exception to rule and all of that stuff. Mm. But it's a hodgepodge of good word. Actor sure. went to drama school. Yeah. So right, so it didn't work out, which is why you're here, mm-hmm. right? Um, doc- doctors. So what? What happened? Mm-hmm. Um, and etc. It's just loads of people that I failed in not just music, but anything. A- anything. Yeah. And they've ended up here. But then you're you you're part of the same sort of comedian as me, which the is doctors like, bit didn't make any sense. No, it does. There's loads of doctors and um, there's doctors. Well, yeah. There's the doctors, difference there's is nurses, there's teachers. The and difference is they're not Sean. failures. The difference the is do- it's Sean. just the actors. Sorry, it's just it's failed actors. <laughs> that's it, yeah. It's but yeah, it's, everywhere, that's... littered everywhere. 
literally littered everything. Failed actors and But I'm part of the thing which I think you are, which is the 18-year-old comedian, which I think is a different type of comedian, which is like you from... Before you could be anything, you chose to be a comedian. Yeah, definitely, 100%. So that's well, what, I thought so I, I was a comedian like co- from 18. Comic actor. So I, I, loads of comedians you are like 26. You started at 18? 18. Well, I was 21, but yeah. Yeah. So I started so at so. uni, but you have wow. comedians on the open mic circuit who, when they're 25, 26, they don't like their job, they do a couple of open mics, and they realise they're quite good at it, and they fade into it. They didn't know what they wanted to do, they picked up comedy. Then you have the scary. That still happens, is it? Loads. Most most people, most people. Then well, you have on, the still, sorry, still, still. So sorry. Today, you still get people that weren't that didn't want to be comedians. They they fell into it. M- most oh, of them. That's most of know. Most oh, that's people. cool. I just assumed that everyone no, 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 was just that's... born now coming out going, oh, I'm a yeah. comedian. Like I was. But then, uh, yeah, and then I'm part of that kind of scarier group yeah. of young people who have been doing this since they're 18, and they have really? like a a set of expectations and they're going to be the most explosively aggressive when it doesn't work out you know because if you do you know what i mean that's that's the terrifying group and i see it we're a terrifying group we're a terrifying group of like gnashing narcissists who have been this is our you know we've been trained to do this since a young age and if it doesn't work out then we're going to take out that energy aggressively elsewhere we don't have a career to fall back on it's very difficult to live with yes i can tell Um, you yeah, I, I, I believe you. You've made it look. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, I, it, it, yeah, I know what you mean. It's a hard, yeah. It, yeah, it's it, when you don't, all those things and you're young and everyone's telling, I've spoken about something else, but everyone's telling you you're going to, you're going to do this and you're going to be this. And when you, when it doesn't happen, you, it, it's very difficult. You have to be quite strong I think yeah quite hard because you're not just dealing with your own sense of failure you're dealing with the fact that if everyone said you were going to be this and you didn't you didn't make it you you didn't meet their expectations of you so you're a failure to them Mm. so yeah I'm I'm not only a failure to myself I'm a failure to everyone else (laughs) that's what I have to wake up with how are you I'm good how have you, how would you describe you've dealt with lockdown compared to others? I think I had a, well. I think uh, from, from what I've seen, I think I I'm I, I, I there was some I had some sort of issues stuff admin stuff that was all very stressful. But I was not someone that certainly I was not someone. Um, a few comedians have said that they found the lockdown difficult because they felt like they're um, like who they were was taking away. So like to be a comedian is not just um, it's an identity. Advert. Yeah, it's not just a job. It's an identity, and I didn't feel that at all in the slightest. I felt that's good though. I felt yeah, I, felt I felt like having a, a lovely time. I was having a lovely time, but I I have a very different going through strictly and everything that came out of that. Yeah, gives you a very different look on life. You know, so you you people scare you basically did you i heard so being out in the world where there are people is quite scary for me i heard (laughs) no no no, that's completely that's i heard from shane 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 gillis do you know about shane gillis so shane gillis got was on gonna be he's american i'm gonna make some more water carry on talking he was gonna be on a can i have one please yeah yeah. waiter in your own house he's an american comedian who was about to go on snl 
uh, stand up and then they found an old uh, slightly racist joke on his podcast. I know know of that. Yeah. Yeah. He went on Rogan recently and said the biggest thing about being cancelled he found is that he struggled to trust anyone for a bit and it felt like anyone could potentially be it was like the feeling that people were a threat. Did you find that? I don't know if people were a threat, but when you've received that much vitriol and hatred and judgment and you have been, people have drawn up this version of you that you that you don't really sort of, you don't go that, <laughs> these people have never met you and have this idea of you that's totally insane. You feel that, that. Yeah. So that makes it very difficult to then, if you've been, if you've been that hated, yeah. you feel hated, and you feel, and you, 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 you're just terrified of meeting everyone because you just go, well, they'll just hate me like everyone else hates me. It's a very traumatic thing to go through. Awful, it's a, yeah. It's a, it's um. I don't. I some people go. You'll get over it. I don't think I'll ever get over it. I think you'll always it. have PTSD. I just all. It, it, it's all I think about. Still, last night. Okay, go. On. I sat in some steps in Notting Hill. Uh, it was about one in the morning, because I was too scared to go home to my own bed, because it's what I'll have to live through again. And this is like nearly three years on. Like yeah. I just and I'm like so I had to call my friend who was luckily still up. Yeah, and say so like, no, sorry, dude, I'm going through this again. Can you talk to me until I just pass out? So that that's nearly three years on. Yeah, you having to live with that, so it's very difficult. I didn't know we were going to end up here, but we've had. It's fine, but that's a bad day. And the more time goes on, there are more, more good days. You know, I'm much better than I was, and and I feel actually upbeat about the future and I feel like I'm really I mean I was gonna say I'm really enjoying my comedy I'm enjoying the comedy when the comedy is good when the gigs are good it's like all of us you love it and when it, and when it, you have a tough it made, gig has it made like, the tough gigs tougher the recent shit you've had to go through that when you what it does which I'm fighting at the moment is You'll know, right, as a comic, when you go out on stage and you do a bit, right, and it doesn't work. I don't know if you know. Maybe you've never had it. No, I, I, not for me, but I've seen other comedians struggle. Very occasionally <laughs> it happens to, to me, right? Yeah. Yes, a lot. But you go out yeah. and you, you, you... And maybe you're doing no... Or for whatever reason, the bit doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You... And you go... They And what we think is, they don't like me. Yeah. Right? Now, I used to have that before, Strictly. Of course I did. I'm a comedian. You go yeah. out, it's not working. Already an insecure oh, no. dis- disposition. They You're a comedian. Right, yeah. they don't like me. Sure. Now, what what's happened is you walked out, you said the thing, they've not laughed, you've gone, they don't like me. I mean, what's actually happened is <laughs> they don't like what you've said. Yeah. Or even the way you've said it today. It's not quite clicked. Now, I after Strictly, I go out. If I the thing doesn't work, I don't have... I don't, oh, they don't like me. I go, right, they've read something about me that I don't know which bit they've read. And you've had no control. And I don't, and I you've don't. you lost complete control I, I over your, who I, you, your image. Well, I also don't know what, I, but do they not hate me because of 
Why do they read? hate me? Do they or hate do they, me because of it's not they've just, like just met right, me and so, I'm shit? Right, so, or do they hate me because they've they, read... Or uh, they hate me because they've read yeah. my ex's statement or they've read the yeah. articles that yeah. followed that that were written yeah, about yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that I don't agree with. Yeah. So I'm there going, oh, God, I don't... No. And, you, and it happened in... I did Cambridge Comedy Festival, walked out. I, for some, I don't know what I did wrong. I went out, said the thing. It didn't land the way that bit normally landed. I just go... And that not they hate this bit. These people hate me. You just want to get off, but you can't get off. You're being paid, so you're going right. Focus. How was the rest of the gig? Carry on. It did this. Actually, I did. It was a stormy. Sort of my. It was stormy seas. You're really pulling all. It was my fault. I. I. I, I should have been more focused before I went on. To be honest, but but it ended. It was quite funny. A bloke in the front row said. To me, I went, sorry about the beginning. Uh, I think we sorted it, I think. And he went, he turned it around. <laughs> That's lovely. That's really nice. Yeah, it's That's really honest. It's very funny. Yeah. And, and I enjoyed that. There was yeah. truth. Yeah. There was truth. Sorry. It, it, yeah. it was truth. Yeah. But um, yes. So it was fine. But if you don't mind me saying it, I feel with all the, uh, I think probably one of the issues, like Shane Gillis said, um, on Joe Rogan about the same thing was that no one's really not many people have gone through what you've gone through so you yeah. don't who can you really speak to about what you've gone through no one really knows what you've gone through and so when you're saying things about which are completely understandable about like sort of natural anxieties of like PTSD or responding to an emotional trauma that I don't know I haven't been through anything like it so I don't know what to help you but what I could say is that from the outside in the kind of scale of cancellations, yours is so... No, no not cancelled. I don't mean cancelled. I mean, I've gone you know, through that. I've gone through a thing, and yeah, you, yeah, you know, it, made, it, made, it made the job difficult for a time, and, you know, can, can we get him on there? Well, no, we can't get him. Everyone hates him. So, hey, I accept all that, but no, the future's good, and there's lots of great exactly. things. Exactly, so, but no, the yeah. issue still stays. It's, all in, it's up here. That's, it's not, but it's you, not yeah. necessarily, and this is my best friend said this to me last night, he's like, you know... Because no one cares anymore. Good, and I'm going, no, I know, I'm going, I know my, I like my life, but you're, that's not, you can't, the, the, it's not rational. The that's the point. Was, and you're sorry, trying to That's manage. the point yes. I was trying to say that I thought you were... Do, we have to, have to do a podcast where I go, you, you, where you have to make me feel better. No, I'm... That's not what I was saying. <laughs> I was pointing out that no one's gone through what you've gone through. Not many people, so you don't have anyone to turn to. But um, it it is clearly in your own head because it's not like... There's people who've had issues in the media where it's not in their own head. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're in a different thing where you're actually just trying to recover from the literal psychological... Yeah, trauma. Yeah, you're not the. But the, it's weird, isn't it? Psychologically, you're not what? recovering from still being genuinely. No. That's what I was. Yes, trying to no, say. I know, yeah. I know, and and you know what? Um, and that's a different absolutely. type of situation to be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much like Shane Gillis, he's in the same thing. Where for a month, what, what's he do? Yeah, what's he? So do? he, well, he he he's saying that it's still he's saying very similar things to what you were saying. Oh right, and that's why I found Poor interesting. Fucker. But. No one cares, like no one cares about what I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, okay. Now, both you and Shane, all you have to deal with is your own head. Yes, yes. That's what I'm, the point I was trying to make. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that was, yeah, I mean, people are allowed to not like you. It's just, 
I suppose we live in, a, in an age where people can tell you they don't like you. That's very strange. Yeah. Oh God, it all sounds so people don't like me. It's actually the, it's the, it's the, it's like the the rage. I can't believe this. This person doesn't. I said this sort of thing before, but don't want to bang on it. Let's move on after this. Sure. But just what you what was quite difficult is um, it was like the I read this article and the. I was on a Netflix show called Flinch and there was a review of Flinch in The Guardian and I don't take myself too seriously. If it would, if it had been my own sitcom or something, yeah. I would have stayed well away from the, the review. But it was a show in which I was a presenter so, you know, you you can have some, I think you can have some sort of distance from that and, yeah. you know, read it. And, <laughs> and so I thought I was going to be reading an article and I assumed because of the nature of the show and The Guardian that <laughs> this wouldn't need yeah. to be The Guardian's taste. And, but I was ready to sort of laugh at myself. The article was actually about how I was being described as a monster and that the show, the, f the format of the show didn't work because you wouldn't stop me from being tortured. Now this was, to read that about yourself in a national newspaper, especially a newspaper that yeah. every day you look at the top bits like mental health, Absolutely it, insane. It, 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 I was in my bedroom. Yeah. Screaming, like I, I, I couldn't believe that this guy. I don't know if I've met him in the past. I don't know what I've done to him. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's it's just it was quite it was quite surreal. Yeah. And you know we've all read, but I, well maybe you haven't. In the past, you've read bad reviews about yourself. Hey, it hurt, I am someone that I, I want people to be enjoying what I do and all of that stuff. Obviously. I do, right? Yeah. And it, and it hurts. But when someone is like saying that you, they wouldn't stop you from being tortured. It, fucking hell, like in the Guardian, in the, the, like the it morally, was, it was it was like it was so. I don't even know what to say about that. You know, you can't. You don't need to. You can't describe alt comedy, and I can't describe what it feels like to be, to be, it, to be, to have it written about you in a and national I, and newspaper. And I, I won't know. And no, I very, can't read the. I, I used to read. There's it. not many people who know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. And I can't read the paper because I'm like, who are I you going to call about that? <laughs> I know, yeah. Who are you speaking to about that? Because not there's so few people who have actually it's a very, fairly new thing and I think it will go out because mental health people are going to be like finally you can't treat people like this it's ridiculous but you don't have anyone people can and also like make you feel it's better my personal but. life and you know I don't think I don't really know what I don't know everything that's been written about my relationship that I had and obviously it wasn't perfect and obviously I wasn't well behaved we know that <laughs> you can't. Deny that. What? Yeah. So, but you certainly don't expect a total stranger off the back of your imagine relationship the to be. Imagine like you're like, what? Uh, wouldn't you? Would you? Wouldn't it be fuck. interesting to take all, all of the things that have happened in that are uh, the journalist's life and imagine what position they they get to be such a judgment? Do you know what I mean? Like if you judge anyone's relationship, all of the ups and downs, they just don't have it publicly. That's what's so bizarre is that. People, when celebrities have any sort of fuck up of any sort, they're so jumping on. It's like, what about your own life? Like, every, these are all natural things that happen so regularly and every day. But because it's in the public sphere. I just, 
I don't, I don't, I just don't know where to. I think to I start, d- and it's not so. It's, yeah, I just don't know where to. Just don't, I know I'm you. Saying, I know you've talked about I'm it a lot. All I'm saying is that is reading that about yourself. Yeah, is very disturbing. That's what I'm. That's that's all I'm saying. A hundred percent. And also, <laughs> I know you've had to talk about it a lot, so I do appreciate. Let's. All right. Um, remember, guys, to subscribe, like, listen to the Patreon, and where can we find you, Sean? You can find Sean uh, late at night around one a.m. <laughs> Uh, he'll probably be on some steps in the middle of Notting Hill. Uh, the best time to find Sean Walsh is, in my experience, oh. is just before bed. Um, oh. And it's when he's it's most vulnerable. So that's probably where they can find you, isn't it? <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, son. Thank you, mate.